Oh, it's Halloween time. It's that spooky time of season where gruesome depictions of the dead are intermixed with Christmas trees, Santa snow globes, and Clarence patio furniture because these home improvement companies have some sort of mental disease towards the end of the year and just kind of throw up all that kind of crap onto the showroom floor as quick as possible. Oh, it's Halloween time, but this year we're telling our stories in the dark. This episode, I will bring you tales of one of the most haunted roads in New Jersey. A winding stretch of asphalt nestled in the heart of West Milford. It has earned its reputation as being one of the most haunted roads in the United States. I'm talking about Clinton Road. Welcome to Achieving Failure, a podcast that gives you a break from politics, popular trends, and brings you good old-fashioned life stories that made us who we are today. Sit back and relax with your host, Chris, as he brings you another exciting adventure on how to achieve failure. Oh, Halloween time. It's that time of year where kids dress up as their favorite costume characters that'll probably get them canceled in 10 years and go out and harass the local neighbors by banging on their doors consistently till the door swings open or the kids tire from boredom and just move on to the next house. The one time of year the kids get the most exercise as they scour the neighborhood in competition at the end of the night, they all gather together and compare their loot. Ah, uh, yes, using your personal pillowcase as your luggage bag to load up all your sugary sweets with your fragile arms that can only carry so much as you venture off into the vast darkness, dressed all in black, maybe just with a glow stick that your parents gave you as protection, because that will deter speeding guards from hitting you. Let us not forget... The absolute hysteria of being that one kid ever that found a razor blade that was snuck into his Snickers bar with such precision. Or maybe that hypodermic needle candy apple trick. Yes, these were better times. But back when we didn't have the internet and always depended on the paranoia of parents and urban legends to keep us safe on this devil's night. Oh yes, it's Halloween time. As you got older, sure, trick-or-treating was still fun, but you wanted to get out, expand your horizon, really get the scares in. You and your friends started visiting haunted houses to see how much you wouldn't mud your pants when that killer clown with a chainsaw chased you down a corn maze. Or maybe you took the tamer route and hopped on the back of the tractor and won on a haunted hayride. Yes, for those adults with no responsibilities, it was just another reason to dress up in scandalous clothing, or some may say... Almost nothing at all. While some went to the other extreme, they tried to make some of the most creative costumes this side of Hollywood. Looking back as a kid, one of my favorite characters each year was dressing up as a vampire until he became more self-aware of how cool the Phantom of the Opera was. And that was just a simple swap of tossing those sharp plastic teeth out for a face mask. I pretty much kept the cape, the medallion, the white shirt, and the hat because, well, hell... I'm a kid on a budget over here. Oh yes, it's Halloween time, but as we get excited for the yearly traditions, let us not forget about the night before, or as some called it, Goosey Night. Others would call it Mischief Night. The night before Halloween. 
It's known by a variety of names, including Devil's Night, Goosey Night, Mystery Night, or some would actually call it Cabbage Night. But we do not respect those people who call it that because it is a stupid goddamn name. Mischief Night was an informal holiday on which children, teenagers, and adults would engage in jokes, pranks, parties, and vandalism. Such as tossing eggs at cars, houses, people, really anything. They would run around wrapping trees in toilet paper and everything was covered in shaving cream. Everything. Cars, street signs, everything. It actually got so bad that you would have to buy your supplies days or weeks in advance. And even then, you would have to go to different stores. The cashiers knew, as a 17-year-old, you would plead, I need these carton of eggs at 8 p.m. the night before Halloween because I got a cake to make for the party the next day. They knew, and they rejected every attempt you made. Now, it's been a couple years, but... For me, I was always questioning, does Goosey Night, Mischief Night still happen? Yes. While other parts of the world have other versions of this holiday, Mischief Night is predominantly still celebrated in New Jersey, Delaware, and around Philadelphia. However, most Americans don't recognize Mischief Night, and that's why the Northeast is probably a lot better than the rest of the goddamn country. Huh? However, at the close of this particular Halloween evening, while the ghosts and the ghouls played alongside those of the living in an intertwined dance of the dead, my friends and I embarked on our own adventure, one down the most notoriously haunted road in all of New Jersey. A road that has decades of urban legends, sightings, hauntings, and even a 2019 movie featuring actor-rapper Ice Cube after it. I'm talking about Clinton Road. From NorthJersey.com says Clinton Road, a winding stretch of asphalt nestled in the heart of West Milford, has earned its reputation as one of the most haunted roads in the United States. According to RV Trader blog, it's a place where the supernatural blends with the mundane, giving rise to spine-tingling tales and eerie encounters. One of the most frequently reported phenomena on Clinton Road is the appearance of phantom headlights. According to this blog, drivers have described headlights materializing out of thin air, closely tailing their vehicles only to vanish without a trace. But the road's spooky tales don't end with the phantom headlights. Clinton Road boasts a chilling history, including a haunting bridge. It is said that the spirit of a young boy who drowned in the waters beneath the bridge still lingers. Legend has it, if you dare toss a coin into the dark waters, the boy's ghost will toss it back to you before giving you chase back to your vehicle. The road's desolate and eerie ambience only adds to the allure for the paranormal enthusiasts and curiosity seekers. Whether you're a true believer or simply curious, Clinton Road offers an unforgettable, unnerving experience that has solidified its place as one of the most haunted roads in the United States. While all these stories, anyone can just shake them off and say, tall tales, they're not real. And sure, 
We've all heard about the guy who knew a guy who heard a story about KKK cross burnings or satanic rituals taking place across the lake or even a UFO sighting. I will say this much. My adventure took a very dark and mysterious turn very quickly and changed my perspective of that road to this very day. The sun was set for some time. The lighting from the porches was starting to dwindle to a scarce minimum as more and more homes were running out of candy and calling it quits for the night. The moonlight started to take over as my friends and I all hopped into my 1990 Lincoln Town car. I drove. Frank in the passenger seat. Selena and Jackie sat in the back with others because we were determined what to do with the end of the night since we were 17 years old, pumped up on candy and sugar and raging hormones. One shouted out, let's check out Clinton Road. I mean, it's only fitting since it's Halloween. In agreement, we all yell, hell yeah, and then tore off into the night, headed for this road filled with potential mysteries and awaiting horror. Um... But then we kind of suddenly realized we had no idea exactly where this road was because of all the stories we were told, never really told exactly where it was. I think it's up Route 23, but it's a ways. One of them said, me being the driver said, well, I know 23, so north we go. And we continued on our travels. The lights of the highway started to dim and become less and less frequent as the pure blackness of the night only illuminated by the high beams of my car. After what seemed like forever, we came to the intersection with the longest red light in the USA. And yes, that's actually a traction on Google. There's an icon for it. You could look it up. It's Route 23 and Clinton Road. There's an attraction. Swear to God, I found that when I was writing. This is funny as hell. As we came to the intersection, we made the right-hand turn as we all became excited and nervous with anticipation of what may come. I didn't realize how dark darkness can actually be until we turned down that road it was like a line was made where all things died as what was colored trees of red yellow and orange suddenly turned barren and the branches were nothing more than twisted fingers covering what was left of the bleak moonlight the road paved yet filled with cracks filled the twisted and blinded hills as we rounded the bends at high speeds. More or less just kind of get the girls all worked up with fear as the boys laughed. We drove for what felt like forever. I glanced down and looked at the time on my cell phone and noticed zero phone reception. Like nothing. Not even a bar. This suddenly felt like no man's land. And if anything was to happen, it's a long walk back to the main highway. I started to throttle my speeds out of precaution, but as so no sooner as I did, I came across one of those houses on the road. And when I mean for miles, there was nothing. And then this house. We crept past this house slowly to check it out because something just felt odd. It felt off because the only source of light were several candles lighting up the windows unanimously we all felt this uneasy feeling as if we were being watched but not from the house but more from across the street across from the house 
almost like someone or something was watching us as we drove past. We continued our drive, uneventful, as we expected this road to continue into the next town, but unbeknownst to us, the road went from cracked and weathered pavement to sudden dirt and large rocks that would for sure destroy the undercarriage of my car if I could proceed. It was almost like the two towns suddenly stopped and this was a dead end with no way to continue. This is odd, I said out loud. I said, um, I'm just going to turn around because I have no idea how much further this road goes. I have no cell phone service. And honestly, for a public road, this doesn't feel right. And I've heard stories of this road being barricaded and people getting robbed. So let's get out of here as it's already kind of past midnight. As we all agreed, I flipped a U-turn and headed back the way we came still unable to shake that feeling of some kind of presence that seemed to loom over this car. We drove past a creepy house, and just as no pun intended, we were almost out of the woods. Suddenly, this floodlight not only filled my rear mirror, but the entire car. The only reaction I was able to muster up is, what the hell is that? Where the hell did that come from? We never passed, nor saw anyone this entire time. I did the only smart thing a 17-year-old would do in a tank of a car with a 5.0 liter V8. I put that pedal to the floor and I tried to escape. Whoever or whatever was behind me was not so kind as he kept chase and followed us. And I mean almost kissing bumpers close. The girls in the back are screaming and freaking out. I'm trying to shade my eyes as to try to navigate. Frank is trying to look back and... Get an idea of what kind of definition of something, what kind of entity that's chasing after us, updating me on how fast I need to be driving. But the answer was never slow down. As we entered the end of Clinton Road, the intersection came close and the headlights started to fall back. I hung a sharp right on the highway and quickly pulled into the gas station on the other side. We all got out of the car to catch our breath and recuperate over what the hell just happened. From my knees to my elbows, I was jittering like a skeleton in a snowstorm looking for his overcoat from all the adrenaline. We all stood there staring into each other's eyes as the fear turned to laughter. It was over. We have our own ghost story to share about Clinton Road. But just as the laughter was a welcome change to the situation, we heard this engine revving. And as I turned my head, I saw something that turned me white. Oh, shit. There it was. At the end of the intersection, waiting for the green light, was the truck that was chasing us. The truck was a faded brown in color, spots of rust from the snow and salt had seen over the decades. Lights bright, with the light rack to complement it. I said, oh shit, 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 get, get in the car. As soon as I said my first shit, they spotted us and broke traction on those tires and started heading our way. 
I yelled, what the hell does this guy want? But I was not in the market to find out. We all dove through the open car windows, firing up the car, because in this story, my car actually works and doesn't have to be stalled out 17 times. And we hopped on 23 and we headed south just as he entered the parking lot right behind us. And once again, the chase began. My friend Selena mentioned, maybe it's not us. My heart rate back up to triple digits, yelling back, oh, then why as I weave in and out of cars on the road, does this guy keep trying to chase and running me off the road? It's one thing to be chased by a poltergeist or some sort of being from another realm because at least then you can cure it with a couple Hail Marys and some water. But a lunatic that wants to run you off the road for the sake of pure pleasure on the blood moon of a Halloween night? Nah. I don't think there's a cure for that other than you gotta run. And you gotta run fast. We're both driving faster and faster, weaving in and out of traffic, and he's gaining on me. As I try to maneuver this Noah's Ark without causing or getting us into a wreck, I'm blowing through intersections, hoping that we can try to get a yellow light so, it, so he would at least stop. But no luck. It was green lights for as far as I can see. Faster and faster, closer and closer, I got my break. I finally saw a traffic light down the road turn yellow, and I had less than a quarter mile to go. I said, I'm going for it. I gripped the wheel, and last second before the light turned red, we passed the light, and the truck behind us stopped. We did it. We escaped death. I didn't stop to celebrate this time. I kept driving, as if the devil was on my back, and I kept driving. Till two towns over, and I swapped my major highways before I called the coast clear. Clinton Road was definitely an experience that will forever stay with me, and I can almost say that yes... This road has some kind of force because that was not a normal, that was not a normal experience. It's almost like we brought evil out of the woods that night. Or maybe it was just the fact that we had a car and eggs, we were bored, and we were unruly teenagers, uh, and we were just kind of driving around, pegging more or less anybody and everybody with eggs as we kind of drove around and that particular truck might have been and with that thank you for joining me for this week's episode of achieving failure please give this video a like and subscribe for my youtube followers and those audio streamers please give me a follow everybody says it you've heard it before but it's a simple gesture from you, but it means the world to us. Thank you. Have a safe Halloween. And don't go eating those razor blade candy bars. Good night. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For more info, find us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have a story you'd love to share, shoot us an email at aflvpodcast at gmail.com. That's AF, Achieving Failure, LV, Las Vegas, podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you all next time.